the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. Oh my goodness, it has been a hot minute, my friends. I am so excited to know that you are here. I'm excited to be back with y'all. Let's just cut to the chase. There has been some things a-brewing. There are (laughs) some big things coming, and I'm so stinking excited to tell you, but there's actually a way that I would just like to tell you, my podcast best friends, that if you want to become email besties, you'll be able to know about my big secret before anyone else, before I let it out to the world, before I tell anyone on TikTok or on Instagram, my email besties, they know. They get all the deets before it actually comes out. So I encourage you to go out to georgiaguest.com. Go ahead and sign up for my emails. You get one three times a week, a devotional, what's going on in my life, and some big announcements. And so I would love to become, you know, kind of upgrade from podcast best friends to email besties. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> it sounds pretty good. The reason why I've been kind of like MIA, I didn't post last week for a podcast. So sorry. But this week we were back up and running and the Lord has been putting a lot of good stuff on my heart and oh my goodness I cannot wait to share it with y'all one of the things that God has been putting on my heart recently is the waiting season yeah I know that all of y'all like if I were you I don't know if we're like the same person but when I hear the word wait I literally just like sit there and I'm like are you kidding like I don't want to wait I don't want to wait I'd rather just have everything I've ever wanted everything I've ever asked for just to like appear right in front of me Oh my gosh. I mean, it has just, that's just, I would love that so, so much. I mean, I know all of us are asking the Lord of something. You know, we're asking for healing, asking for relationships. We're asking for jobs. We're asking for experience, opportunities, fame, fortune. We're asking for God for something. I know each of us are. And sometimes, and then if it's not even something personal, it could be for somebody. You know, praying for like healing, praying for help, praying for comfort, praying for peace. I mean, The Lord has put me through some waiting seasons in my life. I'm 23 years old. It's not like I know everything and everything, but by the time, like, you know, in college, I've learned a lot. In high school, I learned a lot. But right now in this day and age, the year after college has truly been a whirlwind. Um, Waiting for that answer from a job, waiting for that apartment to say yes or no, waiting for roommates to make up their minds if they want to live with me or not. I mean, it has been... There's so many things I'm waiting on. And so today we are going to talk about it. We're going to talk about, let's be, we're going to be upfront about the waiting season. We're going to be just all about it because I want to be real with y'all. The waiting season, it's good to talk about it and to be able to talk about why it's hard because as Christians, I truly believe that we're supposed to be there for each other to encourage one another while we're going through this. And I want to remind you, if you were in a very long waiting season, you will be using this one day to help the people around you. When you are in that waiting season, you'll be able to help them, tell them how God truly just blew your mind when he answered. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's going to answer. And it is just going to be the greatest thing. So before we get started, I want to just pray us in, and then we're going to get started. So here we go. 
Heavenly Father, I just lift up this podcast to you right now. I ask that you would just speak through me, Lord, that this would just echo in these um, these listeners' ears, God, that they would just hear these words and that they would be able to take it to heart. We know that the waiting season is hard, Lord, but the fact that we are waiting on you, I know there is not a doubt in my mind that we are not waiting for something good, God. It is something that is going to blow our minds. So, Heavenly Father, speak through me. Here we go. It's in your name I pray. Amen. So, like I said before, the word wait. Like, let's think about it. Like, why do we not like that word? Why? I'll tell you why. Because as humans, we love things that are instant. We love getting that affirmation. We love getting those accolades. We love getting everything just instantly. I mean, heck, we love Instagram because whenever we're on Instagram, what do we get? Likes. We post pictures. We get. We see those little red hearts just show up. We see all the people just flooding the comments and all that kind of thing. I mean, we love that kind of stuff. And I think we live in a world where it's everything is so attainable so fast. We can go to Amazon and buy whatever we want. We can go through a drive-thru and get whatever we want. We are in a world where everything is so fast and it seems like the waiting season, like even if we wait at a stoplight for two minutes, we get angry. I'm literally talking to myself. I have road rage, but I'm talking about like how it's so hard to be patient these days because everything in this world is so fast. So now here we are as Christians and we're asking God, hey, I would really appreciate if I could have some healing right now. Lord, I need some comfort. Lord, I'm asking for this to happen in my life and I haven't seen it. And nothing, nothing happens. He puts us in that waiting season. And because we're so used to getting everything so fast, we get angry, we get upset. There's a story that I wanted to share with y'all. It is a story in the Bible. And honestly, I think it's my new favorite story. It is so good. So here we go. We're going to talk about death and resurrection of Lazarus. And I know that Lazarus, he's kind of like a guy that we talk about. He's in that song by Brandon Lake, love him. Um, But we are going to talk about Lazarus. And, but most importantly, we're talking about the sisters, Mary and Martha. They are our girls. And when I'm telling you this story, I want you to kind of think, who do you relate to in this? Because both of them are waiting on something. But the way their demeanor is, the way they react to it, I'm going to let y'all know. I mean, it really did convict me. I was like, okay, that's how I am. So I need to figure it out. But let me tell you just kind of like a brief summary of the story. So let's set the scene. Jesus is in a town and he gets word. He gets a message. Don't know from who it's from, but he gets a message, okay? And the message says, the one you love is sick. Automatically, Jesus thinks it's Lazarus. So Mary and Martha were the ones that sent the message, but they were still in the town taking care of their brother. These are the three amigos. They are the OGs. They are the sibling goals. They are thick and thin with each other. They are amazing. And so they are taking care of their brother. And they, when they sent the message, they had full confidence, full trust that Jesus was going to be on his way ASAP. They didn't have to just be like, hey, Jesus, can you heal him? No, he, they knew that he was going to come and that he was going to take care of him. So Jesus, whenever he heard the message, he didn't pick up his stuff and run for the hills to go to Lazarus. He stayed in that town for two more days. By the time that he got to the town where Lazarus was at, he had already been dead for four days. He was in the tomb. He was wrapped up. He was literally 
dead dead and so (laughs) i want you to picture yourself right now if you were waiting on jesus and your brother was sick if your sibling or a close one was sick and you're just waiting for him to come Mary and Martha were probably looking out their window every 10 seconds. They were probably constantly going outside, making excuses, like, oh, I have to go do this. I have to do that just to see if he was walking down the street. They were doing everything. They, like, I could only imagine. I could only imagine because Jesus was close with this family. They were good friends. So why didn't Jesus just automatically just come? So they knew that Jesus could have done anything and everything. So why can't they help Lazarus get better? So the fact that Jesus came, the fact that Jesus had come when it was too late, Mary and Martha were starting to lose hope. So when they heard and Jesus finally came up to the tomb, um, there were two demeanors I want you to, there were two different things that happened. Martha, Martha ran to Jesus. Martha ran up to him and said, if you were here sooner, he wouldn't have died. And Mary, Mary didn't run to Jesus. She just stayed in her chair. I truly believe that she was numb, numb from the pain, numb from the sorrow, numb just feeling sad. And then she saw hope come around the corner, but she already knew it was too late. Then he looked at the tomb and he knew that Lazarus was in there and Martha was standing next to him. He looked at the tomb and he started to weep. He was sad. His friend was dead. And so then he was like, roll back the tomb. And Martha was like, um, Jesus, it literally smells so bad. And they're like, why would you want that to happen? Like, he's been in there for like four days. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I promise you, he's dead. <laughs> And so Jesus like, roll it back. I roll, just roll it back. And so he, they did. And Jesus started praying. That was the first thing he did. He started thanking God for hearing his prayer. Yeah. I, yeah. It literally blew my mind too. And all of a sudden, and then he was like, because of this, like, they will know that I am the son of God and all of this glory, like, you're going to do it. Like all the glory unto you. Like it is going to be the bomb. And this is summarization, guys. It's not like, you know, legit text. But then all of a sudden he goes, Lazarus come out. And guess what happened, y'all? He walked out of that grave, y'all. He walked out like a living man. Like, how cool is that? And so while Mary and Martha were waiting, while they were waiting, Jesus was working. Jesus was working on your behalf. He was lifting him up in prayer. He was asking God to do what he could do best and to show the world. This is a story that people have been reading for thousands and thousands of years. And it's a story that truly is still changing lives to this day. The fact that the power that was inside of Jesus truly shows he is the son of man. He is God's son. Like it is the coolest thing ever. What I want you to think about is who are you in this story? When you're waiting on Jesus, are you Martha? Are you basing everything off of your timeline? Thinking that if Jesus doesn't do this soon, then I don't know when he's going to do it. If he hasn't done it now, then he's never going to do it. I'm not going to lie. I'm like that. There is a specific thing that I have been praying for many, 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 many years. I haven't seen it yet, and sometimes I doubt, is it ever going to happen? Are you like Mary? Are you just so sad? Are you so numb 
that you just don't even ask anymore. You're hopeless. No matter who you are, I want to let you know that there is hope. I want to encourage you because I want to just let you know I have been both of them. I have been both a Martha and I've been a Mary and I've been a Georgia. Oh, Georgia is someone who is um who waits and she's okay with it and then some days are really hard and she just sobs. You know, it's it's normal. It's okay. But what has truly changed my perspective with a waiting season is the fact that I know for a fact that God is doing something so amazing. You know, like whenever you have a present and it's like, don't open till Christmas day. I think there's a true reason for that. First of all, it's a gift. It's not just a gift to you, but it's a gift to others. The reaction that you have, all the emotions, the excitement, the anticipation, the, you know, just like how excited, like you just can't like sleep because you're so excited to open this present. That is a gift for them as well. The person who's giving you the gift. What makes you think that's not how God feels whenever he gives you something you've been praying for? Can't you imagine Like, you have been praying this thing for so long. I know that you've been saying a prayer over and over. It's become a routine. It's become something you have memorized and said so many times to the Lord, saying, God, please, 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 please. The day that the Lord answers, and I'm telling you this right now, do not doubt that God's not going to answer because he does and he will. I know that there are things that we are like, Georgia, but I haven't seen it. Hey, we are not called to live by sight, guys. We are called to live by faith. Faith is one of those things that I truly believe it's one of those things you have to strengthen over time. But it's the best tool that you will ever have in your entire life. Faith is knowing exactly who God is, who he's called you to be, and to know the exact character of who he embodies. He is everything. He is faithful and he will answer because he's done it time and time and time again. My faith strengthens because I have seen it so many times throughout my life where I've waited on something and God has come and he has totally exceeded all of my expectations every single time. And I know that you have the same reaction as well. I mean, think about it. There have been jobs that you've been praying for for years. You've been praying for a job and then all of a sudden you get told no for it. This was your dream job, you know, and God told you no. For a moment, you're upset. You're mad. You're sad. You're like, what in the world, Jesus? Like, I thought this was our plan. I thought this was it. That's not the case because God's plans for you are so much bigger. They're so much wider. They're the most amazing things that we have the privilege to live out. And so whenever the Lord tells me no, I know that something better is coming. I always do. I'll just be upfront with y'all. There has actually been something I've been praying for since January. Um, There has been an experience I've wanted to have since January and time and time again, month after month, I would be told no. I would be told no due to time. I'd be told no due to resources or financial stuff. I've been told no countless, countless, countless times. And with every no, I had two choices. Would I either run away from God and say, you don't care. You're not going to answer. I don't know what else to do. Or am I going to run towards him and go, okay, Lord, if you keep on saying, telling me no, 
something, the yes is coming. I am one step closer to the yes. You've got something so much bigger that I can't see yet, and I'm trusting you in that. I am selected option two. I believe that the Lord was going to tell me yes one day or another. And guess what? He did. This past Friday, I was actually told my yes. And this has been something I've been praying for for months and months and months. And so the fact that like everything I've ever wanted in an experience, I can't tell you exactly what it is yet, but everything I've ever wanted is completely in this. And it's so weird how the Lord has just made all these things just happen. All these connections come about. Everything just fall into place because I know the Lord said yes, because this is exactly what he wanted me to do. This is exactly where he wanted me to be. I know that each of y'all have been praying for a best friend. I know like these people don't just come into your life by accident. Y'all know that, right? And so if you're like me, I waited for my best friend for years. And luckily enough, I met her in high school. I prayed for someone who would, you know, encourage me to make me better and to just make me laugh. And guess what God did? God did something so much better, something so much better. And I'm still friends with her to this day. We've been friends for nine years. That's weird. Nine years. That makes me feel old. But anyways, God exceeded my expectations. And then also with a purpose. I love hearing what God has like put in your hearts for desires and like the plans that you have created in your mind. And I just sit back and I'm like, God is going to do something so much better that you don't even recognize yet. He's going to use that desire and multiply it by a thousand. Like he's going to just like rock your world and make it so cool and it's gonna be the best thing ever oh my gosh i'm so excited to see that the reason why we have faith the reason why we have we trust god's timing the reason why we enjoy the gift of waiting because god is working we have seen it time and time and time again throughout our lives and so one of the things i want you to do after this i truly want you to think of the times that you have waited on God and see, okay, I I wanted this, but then God gave me this instead. Like it just, I promise you, it's something better. It really is because God answered and God doesn't fail with answering y'all. He doesn't. So cool. Mm. So just like Mary and Martha, I want you to take your timeline. I want you to take away that timeline of like, okay, God should answer by this time. God should answer by the time before I'm 30 that I'm going to be married or whatever. God's going to tell me at this time. I'm like, no, I want you to throw that sucker out. I know it's scary. I know it's scary because, you know, I don't like doing that either. But the thing is, is that if God is going to answer, which he does, he's going to answer in the perfect timing, the perfect timing where everything lines up, where everything is so fruitful that God, like, why would you want to open a gift before? It's actually ready. You wouldn't want to do that. Wouldn't you want to open the gift when God is just as excited to give it to you as you are? Why would you want to rush God's timing? You don't. You don't want to. You want to wait for the best, right? You want what's best. Then I encourage you to wait. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. Wait on him because you are waiting on something good. I am so excited to see what God's going to do in your life. I am so excited to see 
what all this waiting will add up to because I promise you when you finally receive what you asked for, you will finally receive what God has given you. You will say, I would have waited times two. I would have waited times a thousand more. Maybe you wouldn't say that. But honestly, when I meet my husband, I will honestly say that. I will be like, I would have waited for you a thousand more years if I knew that this was what's going to happen. Yep, God, I am so full of faith about it. I am full of faith because here's the thing. When I start doubting, when I start questioning, when I start being like, okay, Lord, I guess you're not going to answer. I'm already doubting in myself it's not going to happen. Anyways, I am full of faith that God answers because I've seen it time and time in my life again, and I have seen it in your life as well. So whenever you start praying, pray in faith that he will answer. Pray as if it already happened. That's the best way to pray, guys. That's how you get through these kinds of waiting seasons. So before we close out, let me pray over you. And um, yeah, I'm so glad to know that you have just, I'm really proud of you for waiting. I don't think many people kind of compliment each other on that. But truly, I am excited to see what God's going to do in your life. I am excited. I am honored to see how the Lord has strengthened your heart. I mean, what he's going to do is something immaculate. And what a privilege it will be to have a front row seat in all of this. Crazy. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this listener. I thank you for the courage, the bravery, the strength that you have given her throughout this waiting season, God. It's not easy. But Lord, the fact that we are waiting on you, the fact that we are waiting on something good, the fact that we are waiting on your timing, we're waiting on your goodness, we're waiting on your faithfulness, God. There's no point. There's no second guessing that this is going to be something worth the wait. Lord, you are good. You are good all the time. Even when it doesn't seem like it, God, you are good. Father, we are trusting in your plan. We are trusting in your timing and we are trusting in you. We are expectant. We are excited to see what you're going to do throughout our lives. Lord, I pray that this would just rock her world. Let it be something so much bigger, something so much better, because God, that's who you are. You excel. You are a master in blowing our minds. Thank you for choosing us for this path and this life, Lord. And I pray that, you know, we just continue to wait on you, even if it's hard, Lord. Let us lean on you during this time because you're the perfect person to lean on. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for this listener, Lord. I literally love her. Um, but Lord, I thank you for this day and give us the strength to keep on going. Because when we're waiting on you, we're waiting on something good. It's in your name I pray. Amen. I love you so much. And I hope you have the best day. I hope this encourages you. And never, ever forget that waiting on God is when you're waiting on something good. You've got this. I promise you, you do. I believe in you. And if you ever need 